0: Neon Sun, Episode 7 In which a bomb will explode on Eternia Head office Mr. Kavanaugh, we're ready to record your address All right, Brian, I'll be right with you Ah, good evening, Gerhard You have my speech prepared? Yes, sir Here is the final draft Right, yes. Looks good. How's my hair? Is my hair okay? Bernice, honey, what do you think?
1: Looking good, boss. Let me just put a little powder on your face. Thank you, honey. Tom, how's
0: my audio level? Looking good, boss. I'm not quite in the light here, Tom. Is the light okay? Jimmy, bump that unit over. How's that feel, boss? Much better, Tom. Thank you. Okay, is everybody ready? We're rolling, sir. Very good, then. I'll begin in five, four, three... Fellow attorneys, good evening. This is once again your gracious host, Julius Malcolm Cavanaugh. Friends, we are living in a time of unprecedented prosperity. Our soil levels are at record highs, and our air and water supplies are as plentiful as they have ever been. I would like to thank each and every one of you for all the hard work you've put forth over the past years, which has made all of this possible. It just goes to show you how much we can accomplish if we all pull together and work as a team. Frankly I find it inspiring. I'm damn proud to be residing on this here boat with each and every last one of you fine people. And I also want to take this moment to give a message to anyone who is watching this from down there on Global One. Friends, Eternia is behind you, I'm behind you, and I always will be. I will not rest until we are all of us holding hands in green pastures. And that, my friends, is a Kavanaugh guarantee. End of transmission. And cut. Alright everybody, that's a wrap. Let's pack it up and make ourselves scarce. Well spoken, sir. I'm sure that will cultivate our numbers nicely. Yes, thank you, Gerhard. I'll be anxiously awaiting the poll results.
1: That was beautiful, Julius.
0: Thank you, Bernice. I appreciate that. Until next time. (laughs) Ah, Mr. Hawkeye.
2: You wanted to see me, sir?
0: Yes, perfect timing, too. Come on in here and have a seat. We're all done, sir. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Brian. Now, what the hell happened down there this morning?
2: At 8.50 a.m., just before the second shift was about to arrive, they blew up a soy silo at Site B. What do you mean, they blew it up? They blew the whole silo to the ground. They had heavy explosives. The production people estimate we lost around 50,000 tons.
0: Yes, I have already received those estimates. And how, pray tell, did they get their hands on said heavy explosives?
2: It's unclear. They had to be from our reserves, but none of the inventories show anything missing. Hmm. And what about the girl? The newscast didn't turn up anything new. It seems she has her head down for the time being.
0: Well, John, from my chair here, it appears you have completely lost control of each and every one of your duties. I need my chief of security to make me feel secure, John. And right now I'm feeling anything but. Now, do you have anything to say for yourself? No, sir. I thought not. That is one thing I like about you, John. You don't waste words. Now, here's what we are going to do about this situation. I am changing the parameters of your duties. As of now, you are no longer head of attorney and security. You are now my field marshal, on Global One. Your first task is to get a bunch of your boys together and go on down there and nip this so-called resistance in the bud. There are only 800 of them, John. I've killed more in a single day. Have I made myself clear? Yes, sir. Good. You're leaving tonight, so you better stop making the arrangements. Goodbye, John. Thank you, sir. Head office. Oh, Mr. Shroud. Hawkeye, Shroud. Seems you two already know each other. What's he doing here? Well, John, this is a little awkward, but Mr. Shroud is the new head of security. God help us. Don't mind him, Mr. Shroud. Please, have a seat. I'm glad you accepted this position. Your reputation, uh, precedes you. Now... Your first assignment is. I'll find the girl. Track her until she leads us to the traitor. And then I'll execute all
3: involved parties.
0: Uh, well, I couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, I have her dossier here if I can just find it. Uh, now, can I offer you a drink, Mr. Mr. Shroud? He's gone. As boss Julius Cavanaugh gazes bewilderedly out of his top floor office window, he can see the stars twinkling through the crystal dome. Now in its nightly transparent mode, Julius can see all the way down to Global One, the charred remains of what was once Earth. He is sitting at the top of the Pyramid City of Eternity, at the hub of a giant wagon wheel which comprises the space station known as the Ark. Stretching from the hub of the wagon wheel to the rim, there are twelve spokes, each one several stories in diameter, and each one nearly a mile long. The spokes serve the community of Eternia as the unofficially condoned areas of debauchery. The sixth spoke is reserved for the bordellos of Eternia, housing the practitioners of the world's oldest profession. It is here where we shall position ourselves for the time being in a comfortable boudoir with two very hospitable
3: ladies.
1: And this little kid toddles up to me. I mean, he can barely walk. And he holds his arms out and looks at me with these big eyes like, wow! (laughs) Marlene, it was so cute! (laughs) Sounds like some of my clients. Oh jeez, Marlene, don't you never want to have any kids? I've seen too many illegal children disappear, Candy, and too many illegal parents. <sighs> After a while, I realize there's a time to laugh and a time to cry. There's a time to have a whole litter of tykes, and there's a time to lay low. Do you think I might ever get legal, Marlene? I don't see why not. You're going to have to change your line of work for starters. Okay, Candy, scram. Is that your secret, John? Oh, my ween, why won't you tell me who he is? Because that's how he wants Welcome it, honey. Not even like that. Scram, well, kid. Host, we'll talk later. Cabinet. Now, go on out the back door. Hello. Okay, my.
4: Hello, my darling.
1: Hello, Stanley. Are you up for some rumpy-pumpy today, or do you have more important things to do?
4: It saddens me to admit that tonight, duty calls very loud and very clear. This is Big Marlene. Soon we'll be free. Together.
1: You really mean it, Stanley?
4: I mean it, hon. Soon it'll be rumpy-pumpy and greener pastures. I promise. Now, here's your hush money. And remember...
1: You were here all night. You don't have to tell me. And you don't have to give me that money, either.
4: Keep it. It looks good for the books.
1: Well, down the hatch you go, I guess. Secret hatch.
4: How about a kiss for the road? Hmm. I suppose
1: you did pay full price.
0: And that, my friends, is a Kavanaugh guarantee. End of transmission. A moving address by boss Julius Kavanaugh. And now the new smash hit from the youth sensation, The Vents, entitled Come to My Apartment.
3: Oh, you oh, you I
1: got trying, trying drugs. I got shank I got Come to my, 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 my Don't you know who I am? Don't you know who I am? Don't you know who I am? Come to my... Come to my, 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 my... Don't go I'll be, I'll be gentle...
0: It takes Stanley about an hour to navigate through the vast matrix of air vents... and into the storage facility in which he has hidden his secret sanctuary... Filled with cherished artifacts of centuries past. Once inside, he is greeted not only by the warm smells of whiskey and tobacco, but also by the faces of the two young fugitives he is hiding. Three, if one counts their robot companion.
1: Stanley, man of mystery and science. You are a harbinger of doom, and yet your presence brings comfort. Welcome back to your own hideout
4: thank you, Squirt. What did you say your name was again? Chauncey. Ah, yes. Tell me, Chauncey. Is it in your programming to make me a stiff whiskey on the rocks?
3: That sounds to me like a challenge. One I will gladly accept. She has an adventure protocol. Pretty sick.
4: Very nice. Did you build her, Melvin?
3: I helped, but mostly it was my friend, Chuck.
4: Ah, I see. Okay, Chauncey, now start with one of those short glasses there. It's called a low ball. Like haggling. No, Uh, but that was astute. Uh, Now there's the ice cubes. Put three of them in the glass. Very good. Now the whiskey. Pick up the bottle. Tip it over so the liquid goes in the glass. Good. Now tip it back. Perfect, my dear. Congratulations, you've just made your first cocktail. To be fair, friend Stanley, I have made numerous
1: soy shine and sugar juice cocktails for Chuck and Melvin and compatriots. But this is my first Whiskey on the Rocks.
4: Isn't that fascinating? All right, kids, if everyone is comfortable, we have a lot to go over and not much time. Melvin, now is the time. I need to know We can count on you. Are you in, or are you out?
3: Doesn't seem like I have much choice. I don't want to be killed, or chipped, and I can't go home, so I guess I'm in for now.
4: Not as enthusiastic as I would like, but under the circumstances it will have to do. Now, security details are going to switch out in a few hours, so we have to move tonight. There won't be another chance for a week, and I can't hide you two here for that long. This is going to be tricky, and I can't be there with you, but i brought you kids a number of presents from the office, and if you follow my instructions precisely, we just might have a chance at making this work. Sarah, if you want to abort, the time is now. If you want to get back down to the surface and regroup, we could try this again in a few months.
5: I'm here. The time is now. Let's do this. Now, you
4: see, Melvin, that's the kind of attitude I'm looking for.
1: You may count me in, too, Dr. Karpowski. Yours are the hands of a surgeon, and I will be your scaffold of justice.
4: I thought you might say that, my dear, which is why I have devised a part for you, too, in this little heist. Now, if you'll all gather around this info screen, we can have a look at the schematics of the Central Chip Command Module.
0: A short time later, Melvin and Sarah are making their way to the Attorney and Maintenance and Transportation Department, located in the underbelly of the massive space station. Their mission? To seek out the central control module for all puppet ships on Global One. Then, enter the code series provided by Stanley and shut down the system. Thus, safely freeing Global One's enslaved millions.
5: This is it. Are you ready? I guess. Remember what I told you about that gun? Yes. Remember where the safety is?
3: Uh, yes.
5: It could be important. I'm aware of that. Maintenance
0: and Transportation Department. Clearance cards.
5: Com repair. They reported a bad transistor on level... Yeah, second
0: elevator on the left. Sub-level five.
5: Uh, thanks.
3: Yeah, thanks, buddy. Probably a false alarm. You know how those pencil pushers are. They'd call a repairman to turn on the soy rehydrator. I hear you,
0: buddy. Green bastards.
3: You too. Have a great weekend. Cute robot. Not bad. That's how the janitors at my school talk.
5: Okay, here's the elevator.
0: Unfortunately, Sarah and Melvin were not the only ones that night with business in the attorney and maintenance and transportation department. John Hawkeye the recently demoted chief of attorney and security was leading several squads of troops to the transport tentacles for their own mission down on the surface global one company halt everyone's accounted for Field Marshal Hawkeye just call me sir yes sir
2: alright you lot here's the elevators we go down in squads of six per elevator down to the umbilical transport deck on sub level five I want this tight We head for the surface at 2200 hours. Understood?
5: Oh no. Come on, come on. What's with all the hard jaws? Just keep your cool. Where's the elevator? Did you push the button? Yes, I pushed the button. It's coming. Just keep your eyes forward and your mouth shut.
3: Maybe I should put them at ease.
5: No, Melvin.
3: So are you guys going on a trip, huh? (laughs) Hope you packed your toothbrush.
0: The nature of our activities is classified. Is that understood, Specialist?
2: What's going on over here, Lieutenant?
0: Nothing of consequence, sir.
3: Yeah, no big deal. Just a little ban, Jacks. State your business, Specialist. Uh, com repair on sub-level 5.
2: Sir. Your face is familiar. What's your name, son?
3: And who's your friend? Elevator. Well, uh, this is us. Uh, sorry we can't chat. You guys can take the next one, right? Green Pastures, guys. It's her. 1301. Stop! Phew. That was close.
5: You idiot! Damn it! What do we do now? As much damage as we can before they catch us. Get out your gun. Um, okay. This is the safety, right? Just stick with me and watch
3: our six. Okay. That means look behind us, right?
5: Yes. Got it. Sub level five. Let's move. According to Stanley, it's right down this hallway. 34A, 26F, 94G. How are they coming up with these numbers? Huh, here it is, room 36B. Okay, Chauncey, let's hope that code Stanley gave you still works.
1: Open, open,
0: magic potion. 36B, central chip control module. There they are! Open fire!
5: In the room! Chent! No time to hack into the system. Well, I guess this is plan C. What's plan C? And what's that? It's a bomb, Melvin. Now run and keep shooting behind you. You mean
3: with my gun? Go! Beta team! This is Alpha Leader.
2: We're headed to the transport deck. You men, pursue. Human with me. 36B.
5: Take cover! We did it! Did we do it? We did something. Let's focus on staying alive. This way to the transpo deck. But they know we're going there. Where we're going, they won't follow. I, I don't get it, but okay. Here we are. Chauncey, get this door open. As you say, new woman.
0: Umbilical transpo, deck B.
5: Good. Now lock it tight. They're right behind us.
3: Door locked.
5: Okay, now they've got to be here somewhere. What's where? Ah, bingo. (laughs) Put this suit on, Melvin. What's this for? To keep us warm. Hurry, they're coming. Why do we need to stay warm, Sarah? You still haven't earned the right to call me that. Chauncey, I want you to open those doors there.
3: Sure thing, Sarah. But aren't those the doors to the umbilical
5: tunnels? Just do it, Chauncey.
3: Yes, new woman.
0: Umbilical doors opening in ten seconds.
3: Um, are we ten, about to jump down a tentacle? Nine.
5: Yes, we are.
3: Eight, Has anyone ever survived that? Seven, Not that I
5: know of. But if we stay here, six, we're soy chunks. Are you with Five, me?
3: Four, Chauncey, you better fold up and get in my bag. Three... Two... You okay in there? little doors open. as right, rain.
5: They're coming through! Now, Melvin! Ah!
0: Area's cleared, sir. They're gone. Chet! All right, I want this place searched. You men, over there. You no men... need for that, good lieutenant. Inspector Shroud. I will take this situation over from here. There was an explosion just a moment ago involving some of your men. I suggest you go see to them. Yes, sir. You men, with me. and went my sweet darling I can still smell the air where you once were soon I will be with you soon we will be together tune in for Neon Sun episode 8 in which our heroes will fall
4: You'll